0: what is up welcome back to throwing hands as breck and i will be reviewing ufc 261
1: best card in recent memory but breck where's dan dude he's stuck in the shadow realm once again it's like he was so close to we saw him like he was so close to getting out of it we like could see him and then some force like pulled him back into the shadow realm.
0: and we don't know what that force was um uh, he needs to come home, Breck.
1: He needs to come home. Maybe Usman, like, punched him and drawn him back in, you know? Completely. It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible.
0: 100%. All right. Breck, I think we're going to have to go over every single fight. Let's go. All right, let's go. Liang Leong versus Ariane Karnalosi uh leon not drops carnalosi in the first five seconds of the fight but carnalosi man more conditioned, strong uh stronger it seemed like and got the the tko tko finish from uh top position breck what were your thoughts on this banger
1: dude when they like sprinted at each other that was the most hype thing ever like the first five seconds of that fight the crowd started to get like pumped up like oh the crowd made this fight so so good like you said she dropped her but then the uh Her wrestling was obviously a little, um, or her ground game rather was a little bit better and she got the, you know, finished via strikes. But like, man, the energy that this fight, like it's a set the tone for the night, you know,
0: dude, I got chills when Bruce buffer came out for the first time and said, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. And then the crowd just started to roar. I'm like, oh my gosh, this feels normal. (laughs) I know, it was great. Dude, I know. Dude, those people in Florida do not care at all about this virus. <laughs> it's no, crazy. But,
1: but, I mean, you had to be, like, testing re- and stuff to get in. So
0: Yeah, I respect it. I respect it. I love it, man. All right, next fight. Fight of the night by far. Ari Glang versus Jeffrey Molina. Ari Glang uh, winning the first, uh, part, first half of the fight, I'd say. But then Jeffrey Molina came on strong in the second half, finding his range. And he he picked, pieced him apart in that third round. It was it was a clinic. Not it was like a Colby Covington type piecing apart, just bunch of bunch of cardio and just a bunch of strikes, not hitting you too hard, but he hits you with four or five within three four seconds. What are your thoughts on this one, man?
1: Dude, this was a banger. Like just setting the tone for the whole night again. Just violence all night. And this fight, you know, it was my fight of the night. And both guys got dropped multiple times. Um, Molina had like 80 more, you know, significant strikes or whatever, 60 or 70 won on the fight. But, um, I mean, Molina was clearly winning the fight, but I mean, he got dropped. The bell kind of saved him right at the yeah. end there. Like he, he got rocked. And I mean, if there's another 10 seconds, he might lose the fight.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Fight of the night by far. This, this set the tone. Um, Kazula Vargas versus Rongju. Rongju is only, uh. Seven months older than I am, which is kind of crazy. Um, first UFC fighter born in the two thousands versus Kazul Vargas, the season vet. Rong Zhu had a bunch of problems in this fight because of Visa issues with his coaches and everything. But I think he I think he turned it he turned it on and he figured it out in the third round, but just a little bit too late. What were your thoughts on this one?
1: Yeah, he started slow and never like if it was a five rounder, he might go on to win, but Vargas started faster, and it won him the fight, you know. Um, It was a battle of, like, the UFC, uh, what do you call it, like, um, Apex Senate. Like, one guy was from the Performance Institute in Vegas. One was from the one in, like, Singapore, I believe. Shanghai. Shanghai. And then, um, you know, two really young, talented guys that I think we'll see a lot going forward, you know. Like, we'll see these guys more.
0: I mean, because uh, Vargas is 35, so he's not exactly a young young whippersnapper. But no, the young in the UFC, like yeah, that's the young true. I
1: think he's on in the UFC,
0: yeah. All right, Dana this Bat was versus uh, Kevin Natividad. Dude, slept uh, slept him. Boom. One he came in. He uh, Natividad was charging and Bur- Bat but Ah Bat Girl just hit him hit him on the button and ended the fight.
1: What were your thoughts, man? This was, that was, that set the tone for the, all these were tone setters, man. It was an awesome fight, man. Um, when they were reading the countries and they said this guy was from Mongolia, I was like, oh, this fight's over. Like, <laughs> I was like, you have to be a savage from, if you live in Mongolia, you're a savage. You, you know what I mean? You've endured some hardships in life. So this guy, I mean, 50 seconds and hits Natividad with uh check uh, left hook, drops him. I mean, this guy looks so good. Um a bantamweight, I mean, you could, I don't know how you feel. Like we could see this guy going ranked maybe next maybe not next, but he'll be fighting ranked fighters in short time. Yes.
0: I completely agree. But Kevin Natividad, young guy, he'll get back into it. So this fight, Pat Sabatini versus Tristan Connolly. I mean, Pat Sabatini really just controlled this fight there. There's really nothing much to talk about here. It was just total control. That's, that's how I saw this fight what were your thoughts
1: yeah um I'm surprised at the takedown numbers it seemed like 17 he had him on the ground I think it's then. wrong it's wrong right he took him down multiple times let um, me look up let me look at UFC stats hold on because because didn't he have him in like a rear naked choke like multiple times he, he, he attempted he, he attempted a lot of subs yeah and the, the first round bell kind of saved um Connolly he was definitely gonna be slept there.
0: If yeah. uh,
1: the round didn't run out, but um, yeah, Sabatini from Philly, I believe. Yeah. Um, wannabe New Yorkers. Looked, yeah. Um, looked really good. Looked really good, man. On his ground game was great. It really wasn't much of a, not much on the feet. Of this fight, you know.
0: No, not at all. Uh... A lot of those
1: strikes that Connolly landed, and these strike numbers were like just short little hammer fists that didn't do any damage. You know, like. Apparently, Sabatini only had one takedown. It seems wrong, right? That seems wrong.
0: Who knows? The whole fight, he was. I don't know. Who knows? I thought. I thought he had him on the ground for longer. But anyway, uh, Connolly. He he should. He should try fifty-five because he beat Michelle Paheada at one seventy. He's dropping down to featherweight. Yeah, he dropped. This was a forty-five bout. Yeah.
1: Crazy, bro.
0: I know he, he should go up to fifty five, see what happens.
1: Yeah, I agree. If you're if you're fighting at 170, you should not be dropping down to featherweight.
0: No. All right. That's some Diego Sanchez Sanchez stuff right there.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Carl Roberson versus Brendan Allen. Brendan, you know, this this is looking to be a great fight until the till the uh heel hook. Because that was a that was a nasty heel hook. They both had each other's legs, but Brendan Allen just locked it in quicker. I think Brendan Allen's gonna be a problem in this division,
1: man. What do you think? um i agree uh yeah this was quick man um and yeah i mean carl robinson had a heel hook like you said but it really wasn't it wasn't much of a threat like had no leverage had no leverage brendan allen like you 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 could not see uh carl robinson's leg like it was just it was in brendan allen like you're like after like 10 seconds you're like he's gonna tap like and then once he got a little crank on the knee he, he just had to tap so like you said, really impressive by Brennan uh, Allen. Yeah, I think I think he gets a ranked opponent next,
0: possibly. Let's check out the rankings real quick. They're not updated, but good enough. Uh, Sean Strickland could be a good fight for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: just excited to see him fight going forward. You
0: know. Yeah, I mean he he he'll be back quick. He only he nothing much. He didn't get hit much. So.
1: Didn't get hit.
0: All right. I don't know how Dwight Grant won this fight. I know the numbers say, you know, he had like 16 more significant strikes, but Ste- Stefan Sekulich was working submissions the whole fight, it seemed like.
1: I don't know. What were your thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, it, it didn't it seem like Dwight Grant was even a little surprised that he won the fight at yeah. the end there. Um, yeah, Stefan Sekulich, to me, won this fight. Um, you know, the strikes don't show it, but those takedowns by – Sekulich, like where the story of the fight like he controlled most of the you know most of the fight on the ground and i mean you look at the strikes he threw i mean he was so proficient with his strike 66 percent compared to 33 i think this was terrible judging on this one like the judges were pretty consistent all throughout the night and this was the one hiccup they had
0: yeah they really need to start having fighters become judges Once. yeah no sweat yeah, it's getting ridiculous. Like, why aren't fighters judging other fighters? They know their stuff.
1: The Humidifier was making too much noise. I didn't want it to uh, pick it up on the podcast. All
0: right. Yeah. So I-, I think they need to start having fighters judge fights.
1: I, I agree. Like former fighters, retired yeah. fighters. It gives them jobs. Or some coaches. Or coaches. Yeah.
0: Or hardcore fans.
1: Fair. I don't know about hardcore fans. We will talk about it later. I, I don't know if you saw the PFL used like a fan vote. Yeah. On one of the fights. That was cool. But um, yeah, I think former fighters should be the judges because a lot of the fighters, you know, fighting is get all it. they have. And then, you know, if you make them a judge, they get, they have, they, you know, they got a job and yeah, good stuff for them, you know? Super necessary. Super necessary.
0: All right. Anyway. Cowboy Oliveira versus uh Randy Brown uh dude one armed rear
1: naked choke what the hell was that what were your thoughts that was nuts that was crazy man i i thought this would be a longer fight um i was kind of rooting for cowboy oliveira i don't know how you felt cuz he's just he's always entertaining yeah but um randy brown randy brown is huge for this weight class dude he is so tall his his reach is insane and, I mean, he was kind of winning on the feet before, you know, he knocked him down. And then, you know, one-arm one arm, uh, rear naked choke, which Joe Rogan said, like, you, he's never seen it before. I mean, that was so rare. And then the whole post-fight, like, flipping off Oliveira. And then in the interview, he's like, well, what was the animosity about He's like, come to my Twitch. It was like, just tell us what happened, man. Yeah, I feel like.
0: Let's talk about Joe Rogan for a second, man. He adds nothing of value to the to the to the commentary.
1: I'm gonna need you to retract your statement, okay? I'm not gonna let Joe Rogan slander be taken apart on this podcast for the last ten pay per views. All these people on Twitter, all oh, Joe Rogan stinks. Joe Rogan stinks. He was awesome yesterday, Jacob. You can't, you're lying. He he was awesome in that pay per view. He wasn't bad. Him and DC were amazing on this pay-per-view. The crowd – a lot of people don't realize, like, well, the fighters feed off energy, so does the commentary team. DC and Rogan were so – energy. you know, the, the crowd gave him so much energy. I, I don't know, man. I'll defend Rogan to the day, you know, I die because that guy has brought so many fans to the UFC that people don't even realize. Like, he, he's been there since, like, UFC, like, five or whatever. It's, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, my piece. <laughs> okay, I'll get Joe Rogan wasn't bad on set on Saturday, but I want him to be like that every every pay per view.
1: Yes, I understand, but there was fans. Is there a you know what I mean? Like those yeah. ones before, there was no fans, so maybe that's why you know maybe Who I didn't. Know. But yo, DC
0: said he'll cut down to two hundred five to fight Jake Paul in in a mixed martial arts bout.
1: Dude, that was uh, crazy. Jake Paul will never agree to a, an MMA fight ever.
0: Dude, Jake Paul looked genuinely terrified that DC and, was up there. Yeah, this. And,
1: his, and then like his security guards came and he started like talk. Like DC talked about it on the DC on Hawaii today. Yeah, um, like the security guards came and then Jake Paul started like talk. You know, heckling him. Like, Dude, like his face
0: could... got his face got so red. It was hilarious. DC yeah, put so him I mean, in his place.
1: He did. He did, yeah. I
0: don't play those games, Joe.
1: No. Shout out to the crowd for chanting F.J. Paul the whole night, too. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, that was hilarious.
1: All right, to the main card.
0: Uh, Anthony Smith versus Jimmy Crute. Uh, this was a good fight, man. It was a great first round. And then Anthony Smith hit that nerve, the perennial nerve, and Jimmy got uh, a dead leg, dead leg. But he took him three to- down three times. To- uh, Smith down three times with the dead leg i mean this was this was uh, about to be a banger bro but i don't know it's i agree with the stoppage though it was it was the right decision but anthony smith and that jab too Woo!
1: what were your thoughts man um yeah well what a fight anthony smith looks so much better since glover to literally knocked the teeth out of him um yeah. the last two fights he's looked so much improved and like you said jimmy crude is so tough took him down this when you know, his leg, he hit that nerve. And I, I didn't even know that that nerve like cuts your leg off basically, like just deadens your leg. And then Jimmy Crute lands a takedown with one leg, which was pretty impressive. Well, but they had um... it three. <laughs> I think one was before. I'm not quite, I can't, I can't remember. I think one of them I've been before, but um, Anthony Smith's jab too, like they were talking about, it was was crisp too. It was like a piston. Um, So Anthony Smith, I don't know how you felt. I think he was on the feet winning the fight. Yeah, so I agree. We'd see this fight go longer, but um, credit to Anthony Smith for the win, and credit for them to not, you know, force Jimmy Crute out there because he would have got injured way worse if he tried to go out and fight it more. Yeah, that was that was a great decision. Um,
0: so Jimmy Crute and Johnny Walker will both be coming off of injuries. I think that's the fight to make. I love it. I love the fight. And then uh, I think Anthony Smith should get the loser of Reyes Prochaska. What do you think?
1: Yeah, Anthony Smith has to fight a top-five guy next. Um, even the winner. I think you could argue he, even the winner. Yeah, absolutely. So, but Anthony Smith's a little older, but he's still going to be fighting for a little bit. But nothing to take away. Like Jimmy Crute, to me, will still be in the top five of this division within a couple of years. You know what I mean? I think he'll be There's no five. question. He's so talented, man. He just got hit with a super perfect kick. Dude, the, the light
0: heavyweight division's future is so bright.
1: It is, man. It's like everybody thought it was so um, terrible. But uh, these young guys are starting to make it look good. Yeah.
0: I mean, you got you got the bear Jew in there still.
1: Oh, dude, he's one of my favorite. He's fighting uh, coming up
0: soon. All right. I'll let you take this one, Brick. Hall versus Weidman.
1: Oh... Oh, this was so sad, man. This was um, this was the saddest fight of the night for the obvious reasons of Chris Weidman snapping his leg on the the one strike as you see on the stats there uh, landed one strike and broke his leg in the same spot that Anderson Silva broke his leg. So some MMA deity, some <laughs> MMA god, has not forgiven Chris Weidman for be, you know stopping prime Anderson Silva. And um, it was so, I don't know how you feel. I was sick, like for like 10, 15 minutes after that. Like the crowd was just like in shock. Um, it was, it was bad. Well, it was really bad. So
0: I, I saw the kick obviously, but I didn't see the leg. Cause I just, I look at their eyes when they fight. And mm-hmm. so I see Chris Wyman go to the ground. Then I see the ref wave it off. I'm like, wait, what the hell is going on? And I look down at the leg and I go, Oh my gosh. And I just get up out of like, and just walk around
1: my apartment for five minutes. Dude, it was so bad. Like I was watching and I looked away for a second, like a split second. And I look back and Chris Weidman is looking upward. And I'm like, yeah, I knocked out. And then I, like you said, I look down, I see the leg. I'm like, Oh my, it was one of the most shocking things ever. It's so, it sucks too. I think it was going to be a great fight. I don't know how you felt. I thought it was going to be awesome.
0: I mean, man, but, hey, let's talk – Uriah Hall, man, he took that with some class.
1: Uriah oh, Hall, he, he's one of the most likable guys in the UFC, I think. Yeah, he's matured a lot. He handled it with real class. And a lot of people were like, oh, he handled it with more class than Weidman did when Anderson broke his leg. But I, I sent you some stuff. Like, Wideman, once he realized – he thought he, like, just was hurt. He didn't know his leg was broke. So that's why, you know – also, when Chris Weidman – he he won a championship. So when you win a championship, you your, you know, instinct is to tur- – react happy you know like that yeah. then he did once he realized he did console Anderson Silva all these photos that I saw today of him hunched over Silva when he broke his leg but um it's tough man I just hope I mean it could be the end for Chris Weidman um a lot of people you know listening maybe don't know like how great of, like how good he was back in the day um he's one of the best ever one of the best one of the best middleweights ever I mean his run to the title to knock out a 16 fight. He, he knocked out Anderson Silva on a 16 who was on a 16 fight win streak. I mean, that's, that's legendary. And you just hope he can recover from this, maybe take like a year off. And I just hope he comes back and fights one more time and just says to everybody like, I'm okay. And then retires, you know?
0: Yeah, I agree. But for Uriah Hall, I think Gastelum or the winner of or Manson versus uh, Shabazzian is the, is the
1: fight to make. Um, that's a tough one. I like, I like, uh, Gaslam coming off a loss. I don't like as much. I like the winner of Shabazi and Hermanson. I think Hermanson probably wins that fight if I had to. Yeah. Why is going up? Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Like he loses and then gets a tougher fight. Like, uh, I, wow. mean, I feel bad but, um, for
0: and He's with Tiverdian.
1: Like, ugh. one of the worst striking coaches ever. Um, <laughs> and like. Just look at Ronda Rousey striking. Um, <laughs> I, I think, like, yeah, Hall versus, like, Hermanson would be a great fight going forward. And, you know, if you uh, – was Uriah Hall on, like, a three-fight win streak coming into this, right? Yeah. The Wyman fight or four fights. So if he wins his next fight, you got to start thinking top five guy, you know, uh-huh. title down the line. I, I don't know if he's that great. Of, I mean, physically – You know, the commentary team said it physically. Ryan Hall could be a champion. It's just more mental, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. Speaking of champion,
1: Valentina Shevchenko is – how is she getting better? She's getting better? And, I mean, on the feet, it wasn't a competition, but we knew that, right? Uh Uh-huh. Dude, seven takedowns against – a BJJ black belt and a really strong wrestler. She ragdolled somebody whose game plan was to ragdoll them. You know, like she pulled a reverse Uno card. Like, it was unbelievable. I can't believe she, she, died. I thought she would just, you know, head kick in the first round over to, to take her down seven times. And any time and was on the bottom, it was like, it was so painful to watch. Like she couldn't do anything. No, and then I mean, you might want to call it an early stoppage, but it was more of like a mercy stoppage. It was like, all right, we've seen enough. Like, <laughs> you know,
0: like uh, I thought Andrade would be her toughest challenge, right?
1: Like with her power and her wrestling. Like, and then and she's Shevchenko, so game all the time, all the time. And then Shevchenko is just bullet. She just bullied her. Like they said too. Like Shevchenko is one of the best martial artists, like complete martial artists in the world, and this further proved. It.
0: All right, what's next for Andrade, man? Um, I think she's—I think she's the best in this division. I don't think there's much question about it.
1: Lauren Murphy, like, dude, they fought twice already. People think it should be one-one in the series. Like, Amanda Nunes, no? No, I'm talking about Andrade. Oh, Andrade, Andrade. Um, oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, Uh, Murphy. Uh, Maya would this, be a good fight. Yeah, Maya, DeSantiny, Cavió have a fight coming up or no? I don't know. But let's talk about Shevchenko. We love Andraj. she's awesome. She's one of my favorites. But dude, there's nothing. There's nothing left. She can't. There's nobody left in her. Maybe her sister down the line. But who, would they ever like want to fight each other? I don't know. But um, like I said, uh, Shevchenko Noon has fought twice. A lot of people think Shevchenko won one of the fights. Yeah. So, I think you have to do the trilogy. Even though yeah. it's 2 nothing. I think you have to. I, it's a super fight. It would draw... It, it should be a headliner um, against one of the greatest martial artists in the world and then the greatest in the world, the nu- greatest ever, Amanda Nunes with KO, pa- like, the best power we've ever seen. It, it has to happen, man. Like, this yeah. is the
0: fight to me. I mean, that'll only happen after uh, Amanda Nunes
1: sends Juliana Pena to the Shadow room. Oh, road. yeah. I mean, Juliana Pena is going for just... It's going to be like Ganu Overeem levels of knockout, I, I, I think. I loved how Juliana
0: Payne like, was like, she's dodging me. I'm like, no, she's not dodging you. She's just not interested.
1: <laughs> like, Juliana Payne is going to try to wrestle her, and then it's not going to work. So it's going to be a stand-up fight, and then we're just going to see a vicious, brutal KO, you know? That's yeah. what's going to happen. is the
0: fight to make. That's really it. Like, they, they, these two have
1: sep- far separated themselves as the best. And Shevchenko is like three times the fighter she was when she lost to Nunes in those couple fights, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the version we saw of Shashanko this past weekend is scary for Nunes. And that's saying something, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and then, or, or we can do uh, Rose Maganis, Um <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Rose Maganis, wow.
1: <laughs> Perfectly placed head kick. It was beautiful to watch. I mean, those I know- listen- He's referring to the Joey Diaz calling her Rose McGonis, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so Zhang Wei
0: wants to rematch. I'm game for it. I mean, I don't really care. I think that's a good fight to make. Still, I, I think, I think, I think Rose just placed the perfect head kick. That's really all there is. And then Dude, you know, you yeah,
1: what'd you say? Uh, like Rose on the head kick, like looked low, so Zhang Wei thought the kick was going low, and then one high, like perfect. Yeah. And then you
0: know you have her, her, her groomer Pat Barry telling her that she's the best. Uh...
1: Oof. Um yeah, I saw a lot of stuff about Pat Barry and Rose that I didn't know about and I was like, ooh, that's e, yikes. <laughs> but um you know, if you know, you know. But um <laughs> uh yeah, I think the rematch when you agree that the rematch has to happen? Cause Whaley deserved the rematch. She's she's a great she was great before this loss, and um it's, it would be another great fight, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm game.
1: I, I want it. I want it, to be honest. I think that's another thing. To make. I know a lot of people were, like, angry at the crowd for booing John Willie. But if an American fighter is fighting in Brazil, they, they boo and say horrible stuff to the American fighter. Yeah, they it's might just, shoot him. They, you know what I mean? Like, it just depends on where you are. I know there's a lot of stuff Ooh, about that. Ooh, viral hair. Ooh, viral hair exactly bro like if you if, if you have a card in europe you know it, it just depends on where you are uh, cards also, in europe are bad florida's, florida's crazy bro the people there are crazy so
0: also communism is officially ended
1: in all of the world after this fight there's no more communism dude i had a friend who's like follows the ufc very casually and he only cared about this fight for that reason he's like He's like, we beat it. We beat communism, Breck. I'm like, uh, well, I don't, you know, <laughs> okay, like no more communism, Breck. I guess
0: it doesn't exist anymore. There's no communism. Wow. Kamar Usman knocks out game bred Masvidal. Um, I mean, Jorge Masvidal, if he hadn't been, you know, messing around and putting his hands down, maybe he wouldn't have gotten knocked out. But that doesn't take away from the fact that Usman wiped his head clean of all, of all body fluid. What do you think? What'd you think, man?
1: Yeah. Like you said, I think, I think if, um, Masvidal respected his power, he would have been still fighting. You know what I mean? Like he, he, he just was like smiling. And it was so odd to see his hands down. You're like, dude, like you, you're standing across the the cage from a savage, like put your hands up, like, you know what I mean? And, um, we just got to give a lot of credit to in the previous fight, you know, Rose's coaches Trevor Whitman, and then Usman now trains with Trevor Whitman too, and I mean you could uh, the, uh, <coughs> the stand up by Usman has improved so much in the last three fights. I mean, he had Usman you know fooled with the little um, left hand and then the right down the middle is just brutal knockout. And uh, what was it? Masvidal's first time being finished since two thousand nine. So, you know, props to Usman, and we got to start talking about pound for pound best in the world right now with this guy.
0: Yeah, I can't tell you wrong. You know, and all for all the people saying he's the best welterweight of all time, you need to go to the, you need to go and sh- shove yourself in your closet because you are totally wrong. GSP is still by far and away the best welterweight of all time. Yeah, the is closing. It's closing, but until he gets ten title defenses, he's not the greatest
1: of all time, in my opinion. You could say that, but then you could also argue the competition Usman is facing is could be
0: yeah, but the, comp- the competition G- GSP's then.
1: competition was pretty tough too. It's true, but I think I think they're in a room of their own. If you know what I mean, like they're the best two welterweights of all time. To uh, me. People forget like about Matt Hughes too. Matt Hughes is great. Don't get me wrong. Matt Hughes is a legend and icon of the UFC. I, I think Usman's better. Like, I who beats him, bro? Like, we're gonna talk about Colby. Like, Colby's the next rematch and I guess he's the only guy that you could say could beat Usman cuz he's he, if Usman's won, Colby's won A. But Usman's striking is so much better than the striking in the first fight and he finished him in the first fight. So what's going to happen now? Well, think It'll about be- it. If if the ref didn't call it
0: a, a a a penis kick or whatever the hell it was, you know, Colby Covington would have won
1: that fight. It was right to the right to the body. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It was definitely two-two going into the fifth. It's anyway. hard to say Kobe won the fight, but it's tough. I also don't know if the fight should have been stopped. I don't know how you felt. I think you give Kobe like ten more seconds to try to survive. Yeah. It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible, man. But um, now for Jorge, respect uh, to Masvidal, from where he yeah. used to be to headlining this pay per view. What? What? Where should he go next? Luke? Luke? I think that's a good fight, Vicente Luque. It's a good fight, but I don't favor him. Like I think Luque wins that fight, so I don't know if you want to give him another super tough fight like that right off the bat. Like Corey Masvidal is definitely a great fighter, but I mean if you look at his UFC record, twelve and eight. I mean he is in that kind of journeyman bracket, but I don't know Michael Chiesa. That's a good fight. I like I like him, Michael Chiesa. And also, like, they have Tyron Woodley here, who I think got cut, so. Yeah, he got cut. Um,
0: I think he's going to fight Jake Paul.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, Jeff Neal would be a fun one. Yeah, there's, there's a
0: lot of fights to make.
1: You've got to definitely fight, like, somebody lower. I don't know. Luke a, I don't know. That's tough.
0: Or the loser of Burns Thompson. Yeah. He's already fought Thompson, too, so. It's a good – there's a lot of options for him. But let's talk about this PFL, man. Clay Collard put a whooping
1: on Anthony Pettis. Yeah. Um. Just to – backtrack for a sec. I was so impressed with PFL's, um, like, presentation, the production value. Like, I loved the little score ticker that showed the punches, like, as you were watching. I enjoyed it. That was I, – I enjoyed it, man. It was a good – it was really – like, I don't know how you felt. I enjoyed it more watching than like watching Bellator. Like, I mean, just about anything's better than Bellator. I, I know that's a low bar, but you know what I mean? Like, I just loved like, the commentary team of Couture and Florian with the other guy was great. Um, but like you said, uh, Clay Collard, Cassius Clay Collard, who was the boxer before this, um, I think this is like his fifth upset or something in between boxing and MMA. And yeah, it's just dominated Pettis, but then Pettis almost finished him, man. He was like a second away from finishing him with that high yeah. kick at the end, and then he hit the flying knee right after, and then Collard tied him up. If he if he missed tying him up right there, he would have lost the fight. You know, I think Pettis finishes him if yeah he doesn't tie him up there. But credit so, to credit Clay to- Collard, man. Yeah, credit to Clay Collard. He fought a great fight, and then uh, another crazy thing on that card too is Lance Palmer got the the champion. Two-time lightweight champion Lance Palmer got ragdolled by Bubba Jenkins. Yeah, that was crazy too, man. And they supposedly they wrestled in college before, but man, that was crazy too. Seeing the champion just get you know demolished. Yeah, it was it was a fun night. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the event, man. I love their. Uh, I want to know how you felt about their like the ranking system. Like a win is three points. Yeah. And then, you can like lose and then still get a shot at the title at the end, but you keep winning. I like the whole like season thing with the ranking. I think it's I think it's unique. I think it's cool.
0: Yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. Um,
1: they have a uh, they have PFL two coming up. I think Thursday too. We talked yeah. about that Thursday.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, that John Lineker knockout though. Woo. Ooh, that was brutal, man. He slept him, and, and then the punch afterwards. I mean, he was out before that punch. Super landed. necessary. Super necessary, though. Needed to happen. But um, <laughs> yeah, the fight I I watched the fight before was um, I can't. What's the guy's name? It's, I'm losing it. The fight before that. Um, I can't remember. That was a oh, man. It's killed me. But um, I mean. Regardless, I, I don't know how you feel. PFL and one are like just so much better in my mind than Bellator. Yeah, I love these ones on TNT. They're great. Yeah, man, I got
0: I got to go to media day yesterday for uh one. How was that, dude? It was really cool. I got to talk to uh, Shinya Aoki.
1: Yeah, that's, oh yeah, wasn't he, he was set to fight um who? Who am I thinking of?
0: Uh. Oh, um, I can't remember.
1: Is he the one that was supposed to fight Sage Northcutt.
0: Yes, he was supposed to fight Sage.
1: Yeah. But, so. But, but dude, he, the
0: I also got to talk to uh Renier de Ritter uh de Ritter uh that was really cool.
1: That's cool, man. Maybe you can talk to Eddie Alvarez. But um, I'm talking. I'm, t- I'm going to media day tonight. Hopefully, I get the chance to talk to him. Dude, you gotta talk to Eddie Alvarez. Speaking of Eddie Alvarez, he got his uh, DQ overturned to a no yeah, contest. Yeah, no contest. He's fighting this week, too, I think. I think he's fighting this week, Yeah, he's too, fighting Wednesday, yeah. I hope I'll, he ask, wins. I'll, I'll ask him about some things, man. I hope he wins. I want to see him fight for the
0: belt. I do, too. Eddie Alvarez. He says he'll be the greatest lightweight of all time if he gets the three belts.
1: All time is tough, but there's a real argument. I mean... He's already one of the greatest lightweights of all time. Yeah, exactly. He's already... I mean, there's an argument. If he gets the one belt, he, three. And, I mean, he has the all the belts and the biggest. And he had the UFC belt, too. So, I mean,
0: it's yeah. hard to argue
1: against.
0: All right. Triller files $100 million lawsuit and damages to illegal streamers.
1: Ooh. Um, little word out. Little message for Triller. You're going to lose. The streamers will always win. Dana White the head of the ufc they're like oh we got to you remember that whole fight night thing with connor yeah it was like oh we're gonna uh we're we gonna catch this guy we got, we got one of them next weekend all the regular streams that everybody uses back up and running still still back up and running good job dana good job uncle dana so triller good luck yeah good luck
0: <laughs> i'm not gonna say any of our favorite streaming platforms on here because
1: Oh, no, bro. We got the Russian link. Don't worry. Like Khabib said to DC that one time in the gym, he's like, DC's like, you got to pay for my fight, brother. And he goes, no, no, no. We have Russian link.
0: (sighs) No, brother. We have have, Russian
1: link. We have have Russian link.
0: Nick Diaz, man.
1: Dude, you know, um, Dana said he has a, you know, he wants to fight in the post-cut. Hamza. That's that's really – terrible to give Nick Diaz his first fight back a killer like that. What about Robbie Lawler, bro? Okay. They fought like 20 they fought 20 years ago, right? When they were super like 20 year old like when they were 20 years old they fought. yeah I didn't fight 20 years later. That's Why the point for me. Robbie, Robbie Lawler Nick Diaz.
0: Yeah, what what about what, what are your thoughts on uh connor Usman?
1: Well, I love connor but he's talking a little bit of nonsense, right? Now. Like Usman would Even if Connor stood with him and didn't get like hit, Usman would just take him. He would just ragdoll him on the ground. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I think Connor needs to get the belt at one fifty five, which I think he will. To be honest,
1: I mean, it'd be tough. He's got to be. He's got to beat Poirier first, man. That's a tough fight.
0: They want Poirier wants to do it at one seventy. I don't want him to do it one seventy.
1: No, no, it's got to be one. There's
0: too many implications on the line at one fifty five.
1: Yeah, and there's no implications at 170. Like, it doesn't make sense.
0: No, it doesn't. But um,
1: man, it sucks, Khabib retired, man. Because you imagine right now if they were working for an Usman Khabib at 170 fight, that'd be great. That'd be like the that'd be a super fight.
0: Grappling, grappling. Uh, it'd be a grappling showcase.
1: Yeah, and you know Usman's never been taken down, and. You have to think Khabib would take him down once. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Brother, brother, I take you down I smish.
1: I just wonder, too. Like, you think Usman, he's kind of already cleaned out the division. Maybe he cleans out again. He said he'll never move up to 85, right? But, like, there's so many fights I want to see Usman at 185. Yeah. Like, Whitaker, Usman at 185. That's a, that's, that's that's a, bang. a banger. All like, of Costa, Usman well, he won't, 185. he won't move up because of Izzy. What if, okay, but if Izzy, like you said to me uh, the other day, if Izzy loses the belt, which is very possible against like, a wrestler like Vittori, like, would he fight Vittori? That would be a fun fight, you know? That would be a fun Vittori. fight. Marvin Vittori. <laughs> I miss Darren Till, man. Should have been Darren. If Darren Till had just stayed healthy and won the fight, he'd be fighting for the belt right now.
0: Yeah. He, he didn't drink enough Modelo
1: and eat enough P3. Dude, people gotta understand that you know your fridge, your fridge should be stocked with Modelo's, and your cabinet should be stocked with the official protein snack of the uscp 3 Okay, brought That's to help. you with the fighting spirit. I I, for, I forgot to go to the store before the fights
0: and get some. I, I... dude, always gotta have it, you know, ready for fight night. <laughs> My 21st birthday party is going to be
1: on a Saturday. It's just going to be Modelo and P3s. It's a giant spread, a giant buffet style. And everybody's like, where's all the food? You're like, it's here. It's the P3. (laughs) Where's the drinks? Check the fridge for the
0: Modellos. (laughs) Um, Stephen A. Smith has finally admitted I'm not an expert on the UFC.
1: Yeah, well, shocker. I mean, water is wet, you know. I mean, you don't, I mean, that at least he said it because he just looks more of a clown every time he tries to talk about UFC.
0: Yeah, plus he said, Plus, I'm not an expert, like idiots out there try to accuse me of pretending that I am because I'm commentating. No, I'm a fan, I'm not an expert on the UFC. I didn't start
1: watching until a few
0: years ago.
1: Yeah, I don't know. He, the, he, they should just never have him on UFC. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> that was so embarrassing. Why would you have yeah, him between? Why would you give him Rogan?
1: Really? I don't know, man. It was. I'm trying to see who else little... there is. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Um. No, no excuse. For, uh, come on, Cole. I think we need that rematch asap. Who uh, Covington Usman? We need that ASAP. It's
1: the fight to make, but um, who did, who said it today? Like the winner of uh, Edwards Diaz has a real chance at fighting for the title too. If it's like, Diaz,
0: yes, that's the if fight.
1: Diaz, like he, he can fight for the t- just because of his name, he'll draw so much pay per view buys. Pay per view buys. And he's such a draw that the UFC like would have to seriously consider it. Yeah. You're Covington, Mar- like you gotta you gotta sign a contract soon. Marty fake newsman. Uh
0: <laughs> all right. He's not,
1: not Marty anymore. <laughs> all right. What do you any final thoughts before we end this the this show? No, I just wanted to like out of all the pay per views I've watched and I haven't been a fan for as long as, you know. Some people, but this is like a top five pay-per-view ever I've seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even the longtime fans were saying this is like a top five pay-per-view ever. So That's awesome. It was one of the funnest like watching entertainment like events I've seen in a long time. Oh, can we go through what May has in store for us? Oh, it's crazy, bro. That rundown. All right. There's so many good fights. So this week and those are just headlines.
0: Yeah. So this weekend we have Dominic Reyes versus Yuri Proshaska, and then Banger. a featherweight bout belt bout Swanson and Chikadze, Ion Kudala versus Dustin Chicobi. Oh my gosh. Christop- oh these th-
1: this main card's awesome Saturday. It's awesome. And then but just we go through, and- go, through the, go through the headliners for the month. Don't don't go each uh, one, you know? San Hagen versus Dilla Shaw on May eighth. That's, that's the best one of the whole month. Like that's crazy that fight.
0: Charlie Alves versus Michael Chandler headlining for 262 the for the belt. Yep, and then you got Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz after that as the co-main, mm-hmm. rather. And then oh, uh, not 263, dang it. Um and then we have a uh, Font versus
1: Garbrandt. Another great fight. Awesome fight. Tremendous fight. 100%.
0: 100%. All right, anything else, Brack?
1: I got another thing. I think we covered any, anything, uh, everything, but, uh, once again, like shout out UFC putting on another great event, shout out one for putting on great events this week and shout out PFL for putting on great event, you know, great event this week.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. That'll do it for us here. Breck. Thanks for coming on. We hope Daniel comes back from the shadow realm.
1: It's I'm getting real sad. It's like, it's starting to take a toll mentally on me. It's like, you just want to hear Dan's voice, you know, it's like, like, Anytime we hear from Dan in the shadow realm, it's like whispering. It's like, help, help, help me. And then he fades away, you know, like, it's so sad, man. We just, we got to get him back. I'm seeing him uh, Thursday. You should like hold him hostage, like lock him in a room and be like, you're going to be on the podcast one Yeah. I'm seeing him Thursday for the draft show. So convince him you got to convince him to be on.
0: All right. I will. All right, Breck, uh, that'll do it for us here. We'll see you guys next time.